This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. God, the way I've been like dreading and also excited and bittersweet about this episode. A lot lot of emotions. A lot of emotions. I think that's why, sorry to our amazing podcast team that has taken us, that we are uploading this (laughs) fast when we normally would have to. I don't know, Jack, what do you think? I mean... I said it on the last episode. It still feels so weird to say, but um, Jack and I made the decision. It was not an easy decision by any means, but in some ways it was, which I think showed us that it was like, it was time. We have made the decision to end the WOMED. We're not taking away all the episodes. So for any of y'all diehards out there, like they will live in perpetuity (laughs) on the interwebs. They will. They will live. They will live on. They will. Forever. I think it's important for people to know, too, that, like, yes, this was a decision that was not easy to make, but it actually, like, when Danny says it kind of was, because this has been something we have talked about for almost a year now, where we've kind of gone back and forth about, was this the right time? Do we want to keep going? And so it's not like this came out of nowhere. I think that, like, maybe for our listeners, it kind of feels like it's coming out of nowhere. But if you, you know, could be a fly on the wall with Danny and I this past year, it's just been taking up a lot of our energy and a lot of our time. And it's kind of been something that we've gone back and forth with, yeah, for about a year, I think. So while it may seem like a shocker to the listeners, it's not really a surprise to us, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's like... When the WOMED started, I felt like I had a little bit more of a clear vision. But then, you know, as all things kind of evolve and grow and sometimes lose shape, I think we kind of, I think we kind of were trying to figure out where we wanted it to go next. And Mm -hmm. for Jack and I, it's kind of like we have all this creative energy brewing again, right? And, And we've talked about this on other episodes, but we just couldn't direct it to the WOMED anymore and and not that like we don't love it we don't love the hell out of each other it was maybe we're burnt out on it maybe conversations are heavy maybe we just are supposed to be directing our creative energies and talent somewhere else I think that's kind of that last one yeah feels very like aligned with the both of us is that um while the conversations around women in medicine is so important, you know, Dan, you've been having these conversations for like for five years on this podcast. It's been running. So I know, you know it's so weird. I'm wearing my woman shirt too. I know. I know. And it's, it's very, very bittersweet. I think that's like the other thing that we want mm-hmm. people to know is that 
even though we are ending for now and calling it, we'll say, we have the fondest memories of Mm -hmm. the last few years, all of our episodes, all of our trips together. We've had so much fun. We've had so many important conversations. And just like everything, life, you know, we evolve and our career goals evolve and our extracurricular, you know, interests evolve (laughs) and life changes and priorities change. And, you know, Danny and I are both two gals with full-time jobs Mm -hmm. and we are so grateful and honestly amazed to see how well the podcast has been even doing these past few years when, when we are busy working. Right. Like that was another thing that Danny and I wanted to kind of call it when we felt like the podcast was doing well. Like we didn't want to um, exhaust our options and, and exhaust ourselves and mm-hmm. kind of keep going, keep going through the trudges. We both just personally kind of felt like it was time. Yeah, it is a lot of work. So if like anyone is thinking about starting a podcast, like, please do it, you know, find your voice in it. And if you feel like you have something to say, please shout it out into a microphone or, you know, start a little podcast on Instagram or something, you know, there's there's lots of different avenues, but there's a lot of moving parts to it. And the biggest moving part for us was the incredible team that we have at Podcast Nation who truly without them, the moment wouldn't have gotten off ground because you cannot edit. So thank you, Miles. Thank you, Vic. Vic was like our OG producer. Oh my God. Now I'm not going to get choked up, but we have an entire team that I also do want to thank. Working right now, we have Miles who does all of our production. We have Jess and we have Maddie and we have Carly and we have Abby and we have just this like amazing team of women that are just kind of really they make the podcast happen and a you know with the exception of Miles doing all the editing it's really cool to see this whole community of women that is a a huge foundational force of Podcast Nation so I'm just so grateful that a Nadine and Cleo took a massive (laughs) leap of faith with bringing Danny and I on initially because this little nurse from The Bachelor felt like she had something to say and that it, you know, built into this whole community that people actually cared about what I had to say. I think that's the biggest thing that that the woman has been to me was, you know, I never really felt like I had a voice, but I knew I had something to say. And starting this podcast really challenged me in so many ways to confront like my imposter syndrome, confront my likability, confront my own abilities and being able to share things that are really important to me and, you know, talk about different stigmas around mental health and social justice. And I'm so thankful for all the growth I've had in the since 2019 and <laughs> starting the podcast wow so let's maybe do one last like update check-in and yeah. where is life taking you next i love that well i guess i'll start so this next year i'm really 
trying to be extremely intentional about where I want to be and make a move that is solely based around my needs and my future. I want to be very careful and very intentional with that. And that fortunately means a lot of exploring, which I love to do. I also cannot wait to keep you know, growing with the skin center and treating all the patients here in Cleveland and Akron and all the, you know, surrounding neighborhoods and anyone that really feels like they want to come see me and trust me with their face, which I hope they all do. Uh, I do a really good job. Really love what I do. Uh, small plug, but I don't really know. I don't really know where life's going to take me. And I think there's a lot of freedom in that. And I'm excited to lean into that and like truly be present in these moments in life and you know maybe it's Chicago maybe it's Madison you know like I I don't I don't know I don't know where I'm gonna be but I did just get back from Nashville that's I feel like my biggest little life update and when I tell you that I feel so renewed and like so full I've met such wonderful people up here in Cleveland and and making like lifelong friends here in Cleveland. But going back home to a place that I spent the last 12 years of my life, 12 extremely formative years of healing and growth and learning and loving and breaking and all of the things, like the the family, like the friend family, the chosen family that I have in Nashville is just, it's it's unmatched, you know? Um, no, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm gonna go back to Nashville because in a lot of ways, that feels kind of like a step backwards, if that makes sense, or, or that I would kind of fall into, you know, the same routines and patterns and life would just go on and it would be a fine life. Do I feel like I would be, you know, challenged or that would really lead to more self-growth? Not really. It felt so good to go back, though, and visit and spend a lot of really good quality time with my with my people though. And, and I know I need to do more of that, but this last year was a fucking whirlwind of depression and anxiety. So now that I'm feeling so, so much better, I just want to focus on like my friends and like the connections and stuff I have with them and make more time there. But I don't know, you know, like I, I do still feel a ton of creative energy going and I want to write. I want to paint. I want to explore some other things um, and just kind of see where this next year takes me. I'm really excited. I feel like there's a lot of big, big things coming. And that's that's really fun. Well, I'm so happy that you went, you know, that Nashville still has like that very special place in your heart. And even though like you feel like you maybe not necessarily wanting to move back because it would be like a step in a different direction. It's still, it's really beautiful that you can go back with really fond memories and it still feels like a piece of you and a piece of home. And, and I think, you know, another beautiful thing that we've talked about in ending the podcast is we are big believers in manifesting and in where we're putting our energy and by being able to close the door and a chapter in one area of life, we're able to open space for a new beginning somewhere else. So I am excited to see, you know, what that means and what comes next for you, whatever that means. I think, you know, once the podcast wraps up, it's like, 
let's see universe like what what's what's coming in so I know that feels really exciting like especially when you say that it's like oh yeah no some something else big is coming we can feel it we know it we bring it in high vibes only that's what Caitlin's been saying high vibes only exactly I love that well lots of has actually changed for me in the very recent I have just become an auntie for the first time my twin sister Nicole um, had a healthy, beautiful baby boy. This sounds like so cliche because people always say this, but honest to God, like I, I was excited for this baby to come, but it didn't really hit me what it meant until he was born. Until like he, I was in the delivery room with my sister and until that baby came out and got put on her chest, I was probably like, 12 inches away from her face when she put him up and she, Nicole, my twin sister, I like wailed when he was born, like in so much excitement. Like I was like, oh, oh my God. And I started crying and she looked up at me. Her husband was in the room too, but she looked <laughs> up at me just with so much joy. And it was the most special moment. And literally, I know people say this, but like, I feel like, and this is not even my child, but I do <laughs> understand like, this being my twin sister's child, I feel like my heart was like cracked open. And like, it's like a different type of like, life now, like, I feel like life will never be the same. And I know that sounds like so cliche and like, so it does whatever. But I genuinely did not expect that. Like, I just was kind of like, yeah, like my sister's having a baby, like whatever. This child is the center of my universe. Now, <laughs> like taking care of this child and, and taking care of my sister is the center of my universe like I literally wake up every morning and he's the first thing I think of oh Um, Jack I'm like in the kitchen baking everything from scratch like learning (laughs) how to make sourdough bread (laughs) learning how you know cooking all these like making these lactation muffins and cooking (laughs) or cooking up these like herbal infusions and teas and all that stuff like I'm getting witchy you know I don't (laughs) I'm getting witchy and I'm feeling so grounded and like mm-hmm. I'm starting my garden up I have my sourdough kid going like little miss crazy travel adventurer earth mother really goddess starting to like it's like starting to get grounded and it feels yeah. really really nice and even though I'm sure you know in the next year or so we'll have travel I'm not gonna lie like since this baby was born I feel like it kind of shifted my priorities of like wanting to be home and wanting to be with family and also personally like kind of have me start to ask those questions like am I ready for something like this like am I ready to get married again am I ready to start a family soon am I ready for these things like not you know in the next few months but you know in the next few years and it's really been like a life-changing kind of few weeks already so all I can say is like I'm just so so grateful that she had a healthy baby and that she's recovering well and has a lot of support and a lot of family around and I'm just obsessed with this kid like I literally (laughs) am obsessed with him I can tell when people are getting annoyed that I won't shut up talking about him or I keep showing them pictures and they're just like "Uh cool I am I'm like you've hardly sent me any pictures it's because of, that's another thing. I've just been so present. I have just like not Good. even been on my phone. Good. I have not even watching TV. Like in my spare time, I'm like, what? 
like recipe could I make that's gonna help Nicole's heal? Like, but I don't know. I'm, it's crazy. Like, I literally, I'm like a Susie homemaker over here. Like, and oh, just honey. anyway. So, and so when it comes to like future and stuff, um, you know, I'm just really trying to stay present in these like really special first few months with having the newborn um with my sister and. Yeah, I'm excited for for the future for me. I have some, you know, it's funny, who just emailed me. I saw it come up in my email box right before we hopped on this episode. Is one of my mentors. Actually, two of my mentors have just recently reached out to grab coffee next week. And um, I remember that was like a big theme when we met with our astrologer, our in-house astrologer, Valerie Mesa, mm-hmm. told me something to look out for was my mentorship and kind of use that as guidance in my career in this year so I'm really excited it's good I have like you a lot of creativity brewing a lot of stability a lot of grounding and I'm so sad to end this chapter but I'm more excited to see what comes next for you and what will come next for me too I can't wait for you I as you were talking about all this stuff I'm like man Jack do you think you need to go back and do like you know, women's health <laughs> or like as or like Honestly. an extra branch of maybe like you create an extra branch of or like a course for like midwifery or something like that that is geared towards here are different things from all the different cultures that, you know, are very healing for like postpartum period and you know like life and yeah. and stuff like that. I wouldn't and, be surprised one day if my twin sister and I like write a book together or something like along those lines because she oh, I feel that really comes from like the midwifery side and it's funny because she Danielle is handling like she is handling this postpartum life like a champion she looks she, amazing she not only looks amazing I, and it's been over a week now so usually they say that like the hormones and the exhaustion catches up to you by like day three or four she She's, yeah. is just she's doing it like she is such a natural like she has the baby on the hip doing one thing and on the other hand she's like making herself some tea and obviously her husband mason is the best support but they are like new parent goals like literally goals i have never seen her so happy like we were out sitting outside on the patio yesterday just having a beer with the baby like baby's chilling mom and dad are like sharing a beer dogs are out she's really taking care of herself and making sure that she's showering every single day and doing like a thorough skin you know her skincare routine every day and really just like she's just doing it right like she's really prioritizing herself to be able to take care of the baby and yeah it's really cool I'm we'll see I mean I've been talking to her about like potentially her moving into content creation and how can she be a resource for Mm -hmm. other moms and new moms coming from not just a mom standpoint, but from a midwife standpoint. So we'll yeah, see. we'll see. We'll see. No more school for me, though. That is a definite <laughs> no. I am definitely not going back to school. So I, I, I think about that. Professional degree that I don't use. I don't need to. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I do think about school. I think about school a little bit more. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but it also kind of intimidates me a lot, and I just am like, uh, I don't know. I just, but it does feel like there's a point where it's like opportunities are kind of endless right now. But yeah, I, I feel that. I feel it. I feel like y'all are so lucky in the family dynamic that you have. And like, 
the home that you live in that, you know, I know Nicole's able to do like more of these, you know, self-care things and stuff for herself because Mason's the fucking shit. He's amazing. You are right there taking care of her in like so many ways. Nana's downstairs and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like your dad's over there too. Like you just have such a beautiful living space for all this to support system. It's really special. Like even I was telling her, we're we're trying to get into a routine of like every morning, you just leave the laundry outside your door. I'm going to come grab your laundry. I'll do the laundry. And then when I drop it off, I'm going to leave some snacks or leave some food. And like, so, you know, I think the balance has been trying to like, make sure that they feel like their boundaries are still supported because there's so much family in the house. It's like, that's a good point. We need to be really cautious of like, making sure we're not overstepping but Mm -hmm. um but so far it's been it's been really great like it's just been a dream like truly and like literally I have the worst baby fever ever now like ever Danielle like I'm literally like I need a baby oh my god I love it I feel that way too after being around my friend's kids this a whole weekend and I'm just like oh my god like all all of the babies all of the like toddlers and it is just I'm I yeah yeah want it what are you going to miss most about the podcast probably our solo episodes which is you and I (laughs) I really am going to miss just like catching up with you and having our fun, more lighthearted episodes. I mean, of course, I'm going to miss the really beautiful conversations and like being able to interview so many profound and brilliant guests. I mean, mm-hmm. we, looking back at our guest roster, it's really amazing. Some of the people that we have had the privilege of interviewing. So, of course, there's that. But I I, I would say our, our conversations are going to miss the most. What about you? I'm I'm going to miss that little thrill of excitement, like before everybody gets on the podcast and where I, I personally have to really battle that. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Am I going to vomit or am I going to do okay for this? <laughs> Which sounds like a weird thing to miss, but it's like, I don't know. I guess I, I wonder if people who like get out on stage and perform have a little bit of that too, before they're like on it. But no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss you. I mean, and it's, and I say that like, like, we're never gonna talk again, or like, you're not still my best friend. <laughs> but Yeah, let's make that clear. There was no like, yeah. falling out that happens here. Yeah. We're still best there's, friends. there's no animosity here. Jack no, and I still love each it's other. It's like quite the opposite. It's actually I know. Opposite. Yes. Yeah. No, she's still very much my sister from another mister. But like getting that designated time with you every week. And now I've got to fight mm-hmm. for the kid and Richie. Like she- <laughs> I was going to say, now it's really not Richie anymore. You're really fighting with this baby. Like, it's the baby. It's the baby. And honestly, it's to the point where, like, Archie is feeling, like, I think Archie's mad at me because I've been, <laughs> I've been like, he's my, like, he's second on the totem pole now. I'm like, sorry, oh. Archie. Like, you see my world. And now you're like, no, you're setting the number two. Oh, my God. I um, love it. Okay. I want to end this on like a really high little note. What has been your favorite 
thing that we have done together with WOMED? Oh my gosh, it's so hard. Do you want me to go there first? There's so many that are, yeah, go first. Cause there's a few that are standing out in my mind. Yeah, go first. I think for me, a lot of it is our trips, specifically to Loom. Cause that was one of the first like major times we traveled together. And we just had such beautiful episodes um, that we recorded down there. And our trip to DC, where we were actually doing all the things that we talk about doing on the podcast and trying to make actual sustainable change. And we met AOC, like I'm still sweating thinking about meeting AOC. (laughs) That was just the coolest. Yeah. But I think those like travel moments and stuff are my favorite with you. (sighs) Yeah, those moments are hard to beat for sure. For sure. I'm with you. The trips, I think, were my favorite as well. Even our trip to um, Atlanta. When we went (laughs) to Atlanta and stayed in a hotel. I also look back really fondly on the figs retreat and how we years ago now and mm-hmm. we recorded a lot of really great episodes on that trip um specifically with karen moon and that's mm-hmm. where we met as and we interviewed midwife henna mm-hmm. and those are some of my favorite episodes and so that was really just like a special time that i look that's back really like special. that of like a, that was like a really dark time for me so it's really mm-hmm. nice to look back and think about really how much support I had around me and how much female energy and like strong female energy like wow I don't think I realized how special that was when we were doing it but I definitely do now I I don't want to say like I almost forgot about it but like no like hearing you speak about it's like you know we can put ourselves right back in that moment and those were really really special and really beautiful and yeah I just, uh, the guests that we've been able to talk to and even the different uh, people through figs that we've been able to grow closer to just through having these, these interviews and discussions. And it's just been truly so very special. Yeah, absolutely. I hope that when our listeners can also look back really fondly on all the episodes, because they were so meaningful to us and they have they are holding some of the best memories that we have, like truly some of the best memories that we have were because of the WOMED. So I hope that, you know, anyone listening to this can find inspiration in it. And if they are thinking about starting their own podcast or starting a creative venture or trying to find their voice that they use this as a sign to go for it. Because even though, you know, this chapter is ending for us, it has brought truly some of the most magical and special moments and conversations. I could not agree more. I just really want to say thank you again to everyone who has followed along over the years and, you know, believed in me from the very beginning in 2019 when Danny Levesque and I were sitting at my friend JP's house with all these instruments around us trying to record (laughs) our first episodes. Truly, like we... I feel like all good things do come to an end, but I'm really glad that we're ending this on, you know, such a, in such a high vibration, high place. And you just, you never know what could happen. You know, maybe we'll end up back with a new podcast. Maybe we'll write the great American novel. Maybe Jack will run for Congress. I mean, I don't think that's a bad idea. 
just throwing it out there. Uh, honey, I'd rather, I'm going to be living on a farm in Tuscany <laughs> by then. I'm not going to be crap here. Okay, fair. All I know is that this has been such a joy building this community. This has been one of the most challenging and beautiful adventures of my life is doing this podcast and finding myself and my voice. I just, I feel like I can speak for Jack and I that we, we love you all so much. And I guess for the last time, Wilmed out. <laughs>